Would you mind playing just a little bit from the beginning with absolutely no electronics at all? Just so we can hear how very different it is. <laughs> from second violin and viola. And of course, that's not happening at all with electronics you hear. That's where the chaos comes in. And I don't think you guys were expecting that. <laughs> so it's a very different experience to all of a sudden be working very hard to play in unison, and you're not playing in unison, right? Because the electronics are coming in. Yeah? Do you hear the same section that we heard without the electronics, with the electronics in? Sure. Sorry. So I asked them to play without electronics at the beginning, but we can rehear that same music with the electronics put back in. This is the discombobulation. That's hard as hell. I don't know how they do it. I thought it'd be fun to open the show today and take you in media race, so to speak, right into the middle of things. In this case, it is late night at National Sawdust, April 21st, 2017. This is a live broadcast series that we've been doing on Relevant Tones, but the broadcast is only an hour long. It happens at 11 p.m., which is a little late, and so we thought we'd offer something before the broadcast. So the idea was that we would do a call for scores. We were completely overwhelmed with uh, 717 entries from around the world, which is a ton of scores, and I want to thank New Music USA for helping us find panelists to evaluate all of those scores and then we would choose three of them and we would have the musicians play through them in the discovery series before the broadcast and we were very fortunate to be able to work with the wonderful Jeremy Gill as the moderator what we're hearing is a little bit of recurrent stages stage two by Ryan Holmesy and we also are hearing Ryan who is there in the room working the electronics and we're going to return to that later on in the program we're going to hear the entire piece moderated by Jeremy Gill Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. Today's program is featuring the Discovery Series, a program that I started to kind of flesh out our broadcast series, Late Night at National Sawdust. My broadcast is really only an hour. We thought it'd be fun to do something before that. I'm always interested in finding new composers and again, providing opportunities for composers. So we did this call for scores and we're completely overjoyed and overwhelmed at the response that we got a lot of incredible music. So on the program today, I'm gonna to feature a lot of Jeremy Gill's moderating because he does such a nice job, I think, of walking that fine line between providing insights for people who really know music. A lot of the people in the audience are musicians, but also making it really interesting for people who don't know music. And so we're going to feature the Discovery Series on the program today. The first piece is by Romanian composer Adina Dumitrescu. It's called Du Fois Miro, 
two pieces inspired by Joan Miró, the great Catalonian artist. And I saw this piece. It got a high rating from our panelists. I was very happy. It was one of the pieces that I wanted to do early on. It's for clarinet, viola, and piano. And I'm going to take you right into the room now, National Sawdust. This is from April 2017. Here is Jeremy Gill again to lead the musicians, Mark Dover, clarinet, Andy Lynn, viola, and Martin Smith, piano, in a guided reading of Dufois Miró by Adina Dumitrescu.
So when I think of Miro, I think of the, the random organic forms that sort of show up in his paintings. And I feel that that happens a lot in the second section, which is very, very, very active. There are so many, for me, really wonderful moments in the second half of the piece. So we've been booping and bipping along for a while. And I think that you're kind of saturated at this point. And there's this enormous climax in the clarinet. So to have out of all of this, you know, nothingness suddenly. Um, and then just a little bit later on, it's almost a Baroque kind of texture that she sets up, where we have 
accompanying voices, the, sol the viola is the solo part, and then it switches that the accompanying voices are the viola and the clarinet, and the piano is the solo, and then it switches that the clarinet becomes a solo. Let's do that section too. So there's lots of humor uh, in this second section. And in the first section, by contrast, of course, almost nothing happens. It's like these ticking clocks. It actually reminds me a little bit of, the, uh, of Saturn from the planets, right? this idea of time inexorably going on. That's a piece called Du Fois Miro, or Two Four Miro, music inspired by the art of Joan Miro. It's by Adina Dumitrescu, and this is a piece for the Discovery Series, this international call for scores that we did, really initiated here by us at Relevant Tones uh, to precede our Late Night at National Sawdust broadcasts. And this piece is exactly what I'm talking about, the kind of thing I was hoping to find. I probably could have gone my whole life without hearing this piece, and, uh, well, not to overstate it, but I think that's tragic. And so thank goodness for the Discovery Series, because it is a beautiful, beautiful piece. I absolutely love it. We heard commentary from Jeremy Gill, again, as part of the Discovery Series, and our performers for this were Mark Dover, clarinet, Andy Lynn, viola, and Martin Smith, piano. And we really are blessed to have these performers, because they also do the full broadcast. So they do this Discovery Series, and then they perform on an hour-long broadcast, essentially doing two concerts back to back. Let's return now to recurrent stages, stage two, the piece I opened up the program with. This is by Ryan Holmesy, and we're going to go back to the Discovery Series at National Sawdust. We're going to hear this time Adelia Nortegieva and Suleiman Takali, violins, Andy Lynn, viola, and Julia Yang, cello. And again, of course, we'll have the commentary of Jeremy Gill. Here it is, recurrent stages, stage two from the Discovery Series. Since Ryan is here, he's actually running the electronics, we're going to uh, first play the piece and then hear some words from him about it. And you need light. There it is. Asking you shall receive. Here we go. Ryan Holmesy. Thank you. 
Ryan, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about the role of the electronics, how it impacts the piece, how you envision that, the gestalt. Sure, uh, let me begin by saying that this is the second movement of a three movement work that was originally commissioned by the Minnesota Ballet and choreographed on their dancers by the artistic director, uh, Robert Gardner. So um, we worked to conceive this whole thing, um, the second movement being more chaotic, uh, and, and partly as Jeremy's saying, because of the electronic component, each of the three movements uses digital delay in a different way. And in this movement, the digital delay has so overwhelmed the sound that you can no longer hear it as individual delay iterations, but instead it's coming through as feedback and distortion. And so there's a combination of, uh, or a balance between beauty and order and also some chaos and disorder. And you mentioned that uh, there was dance involved at the beginning. You have a professional dance background. Can yeah, you that's right. Can you tell us about how that impacts your yeah, composition? What was, what was very special about this piece is that it was commissioned by the Minnesota Ballet, which is also a company that I danced with. And uh, I had a seven-year career uh, in ballet, and most of that originated with the Minnesota Ballet. So this was um, a very profound experience to come back to that art form, but in a new capacity as a composer. And the larger piece, all three movements, was really autobiographical in a way for both me and the choreographer. For me, it was looking back on this previous life I had as a dancer and coming back to it in a new way. And for the choreographer, you know, he had started as a dancer, then became a choreographer, and then became artistic director. And this was the first major work that he had ever commissioned. So it was kind of autobiographical from his perspective as well. There, there are some sections of the piece which are more chaotic from just you. Why don't we hit one of those? Rehearsal seven? And why don't we do this the same way too? Maybe we'll do it once without electronics and then once with. So rehearsal seven, we have a free part in the viola, so he's out of rhythm. And we have uh, tremolos in the violin, which start slow and get faster. We have some ricochet action happening in the cello, which is relatively free. And Delia, the second violin, is the only one who has any sense of regularity in this section. So we actually had some literal chaos in the cello part here as well. So uh, can you demonstrate this uh, breaking up the sound with the pressure? Right, so literally creating chaos in the overtones through overpressure on the string. That was Recurrent Stages, Stage 2, a string quartet in several movements inspired by dance. In fact, it was at one time performed with dancers. The music is by Ryan Holmesy, who in this particular case is a New Yorker, and so he was able to be there on hand at National Sawdust, which is always nice. We heard Adelia Nartigieva, Suleiman Takali, violins, Andy Lin, viola, and Julia Yang, cello. 
And of course, we had the commentary moderation from Jeremy Gill. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. On today's program, I'm featuring the Discovery Series, which is a live concert event that we produced ourselves in which we attempt to discover music out there in the world that we would never have heard, share it with our audience, and through the agency of moderator Jeremy Gill, really get inside the creative process and find out what makes these pieces tick. To subscribe to our podcast... For streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, or if you'd like a playlist of what you heard on the program today, you can visit relevanttones.com. Today's program is kind of a departure for us in some respects. Uh, for one thing, it, what we're featuring is audio from an event that we produced ourselves. Not necessarily so new here at Relevant Tones, uh, since I've been a concert producer for so many years. But in this case, we are featuring kind of a co-host, <laughs> Jeremy Gill, who is the moderator of the Discovery Series. And I really wanted to have the chance to, to, to let our listeners hear him at work because I think he does a wonderful job. When we were first planning this Discovery Series, I knew that I would be doing the broadcast later on that evening. I didn't want to be on the Discovery Series and the broadcast. And also, just honestly, I don't think I would have done as good a job with it as Jeremy does because he's just really, really conscientious. Again, he delves into the scores. He contacts the composers. He does a, a really, really marvelous job with it. And so I'm happy to kind of have him as my de facto co-host of the program. You're going to hear a lot from Jeremy, and I'm really, really pleased with this series, the Discovery series. All of this music is music I probably would never have heard otherwise. The next piece that I'm going to play is called Tune My Heart by Roger Briggs. I'm not going to tell you anything about the title because Jeremy's going to do all of that. So here we are. This is audio from October 20th, 2017, late night at National Sawdust. Again, at this point, we're probably about 10-15 oh, in the evening. So here is Jeremy Gill. We're also going to hear from Joanne Dumitrascu, violin, and Anna Betka, piano.
Actually, has the wrong interval intentionally, so it says, but the tune my heart to. Right? So it's that little snippet that comes from the tune. And then the rest of the piece is essentially a set of variations, uh, but not in an old sense of here's this clear tune and now I'm going to vary it. Sort of like different meditations with different ideas in them. 
So what we have is that little bit uh, that Joanne just played, which is a kind of introduction, and of course you've heard of the Vedic Amitis as well. Uh, but then we have this first very slow um, variation at the beginning, and you're doing something interesting, right? I am. Um, it's called Kaleyo Trazo. Um, I'm basically playing on the stick of the bow instead of just the bow hair. Um, and I'm just dragging it across the strings as well as playing arco. Um, I was adding a little bit of bow hair just for pitch. So maybe you can show. So Colenio is actually with the wood of the bow, and it's a pretty common uh, thing to do, but this way, right? Colenio Patuso, which is actually bouncing it or beating the string of the bow. But Roger has her do Colenio Trasso. So that's that first variation, very low, long notes in the piano, and this colenio trato. And then it suddenly gets very uh, aggressive. What does he say in the score? Savage. Right, so you have this savage uh, variation. Do you want to play the beginning of that? It's a piece for violin and piano called Tune My Heart by Roger Briggs. And we heard both movements, but then Jeremy really got us into the second movement where you hear that Methodist hymn, Tune My Heart. And I love that. I was sitting in the audience and when Jeremy sang the hymn tune, I was already thinking, oh yeah, I heard that in, in the violin part. But then he goes us one better and he actually has Joanne, the violinist, play every time in the piece where she has that hymn tune, no matter how fragmented it is. And then when she played the piece again, I really enjoyed looking around and watching the audience just have this kind of discovery moment where they were like, oh, wow, <laughs> that's, that's that tune. The tune is at the heart of this whole movement. And isn't it interesting how he juxtaposes it and does all these interesting things with the tune throughout the piece? Again, it's just one of those moments in my life where I go, wow, this is great. This is exactly what the Discovery Series is supposed to be. We heard Joanne Dumitrascu on violin and Anna Betka on piano. Tune My Heart by Roger Briggs. I'm going to close out with a piece now called Soundtrack of an Open Road. This is by Ted King, a composer in Kansas City. And this is from July 21st, 2017. And this is a bit unusual because Jeremy, unfortunately, was uh, conducting in the Southwest. And uh, he's an in-demand conductor, so we don't always have the chance to get him. Ted was kind enough to tape voiceover about the piece. So here's Ted to tell us about his piece, Soundtrack of an Open Road. Hi, this is Ted King-Smith coming to you from Kansas City, and you're about to hear my piece Soundtrack of an Open Road for Cello and Fixed Media. I drove a lot between 2010 and 2013, often cross-country, as I moved from one side to the other. 
It was during these drives that I would find a kind of mental clarity once out in the open expanses of highway. Ultimately, this work is about trying to find that clarity away from the chaos of life and noise. The fixed media is comprised of sounds of cars inside and out that evoke elements of metal and rock music. As you'll hear, many of these sounds were filtered or altered in some way, while others were left virtually unaffected. Meanwhile, the cello sings and scratches above the fixed media in a quasi-improvised manner. Much of this work is unmetered and gives each performer freedom to interpret a musical line or idea differently with each performance, all while listening to cues in the fixed media over large stretches of time. The inclusion of electronics and improvisation has become a focal point of my music and bring some of my practices as a performer and improviser with the Nemazine Quartet to my works. Without any further ado, I hope you find a moment of sanctuary in this piece and enjoy soundtrack of an open road. That's composer Ted King talking about the music we're about to hear, soundtrack of an open road. When I first saw this piece in the submissions, uh, it really reminded me of when I was a kid, when I was 16, I used to love to drive. I used to love to just go out at night and just drive on the highway. And <laughs> that's what this reminds me of. Uh, I think uh, there's so many more people on the road now that when I think of driving now, I just I just get kind of tired. <laughs> so this is a, an homage or a paean to an earlier time when driving was fun. Here is cellist Maria Hedge to perform Soundtrack of an Open Road by Ted King. Thank you. 
That's a fun piece for cello and electronics. The opening, too, I, I think it's just so much fun. You hear the, the car start, uh, sound, for those of us of a certain age, will always mean possibility. <laughs> the open road. In fact, the piece is called a Soundtrack of an Open Road. It's by composer Ted King. And we heard Maria Hadge performing. That is from the Discovery Series, July 21st, 2017. This is the series that precedes Late Night at National Sawdust. And again, we got 717 scores from composers all over the world. This is just one initial call. Uh, I, I will actually say that, that we took the call down after about three weeks because all systems were overloaded. <laughs> and so it's something that we will open up again. We thought we were going to open it every year, uh, but I, I think it's uh, unfair maybe to the composers to open it up again. So we'll, we'll probably just coast on the, the, the pieces that we have for the upcoming year of the Discovery Series. But this is something that I think is a, an important new addition to Relevant Tones because, again, no matter how many people send us CDs, no matter how much I listen online, there's still a ton of music out there there that I'm not able to hear, and this is a great way to do exactly what the series says and discover new music. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinklis, and our production intern is Patrick Hochberger. Heather McDougall is the project manager, and the executive producer is Tony Macaluso. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bostead from the WFMT Radio Network, Chicago. Relevant Tones is taking a look at modern-day moonlighters like educator, jazz pianist, and film composer, William Sussman.
That's Camille by a modern-day moonlighter, William Sussman, next time on Relevant Tones.